In this bulletin, Pope Francis opens a global summit of bishops in the Vatican, major flood warnings in place for parts of Victoria, and in sport, First Nations athletes recognized in Sport Australia's Hall of Fame. Good morning from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam al Pope Francis has opened a global summit of bishops in the Vatican. Church leaders have been preparing for the summit for the past two years by asking Catholics around the world to share their vision for the future of the Church. Among the issues on the Synod agenda are priestly celibacy, the blessing of same-sex couples, and women's ordination. The summit brings together more than 360 voting members, including, for the first time, 54 women. Advocate for women's ordination, Miriam Begnan, says she's hoping for action. The highest-ranking cleric in the Catholic Church are really almost outnumbering the laywomen, and that's without looking you know, at the bishops and, and all of the priests that are there. So we know that they've got a big job to do. The problem is that we won't ever know what they're saying, and if they are being argued with, and if their voices get drowned out by the clerics who are so against women's equality. The assembly runs over three weeks before a second meeting in October next year. Flooding is threatening some of Victoria's fire-ravaged communities. Residents in eastern Victoria have been told to leave their houses amid fears of a sudden increase in flooding a day after the region faced bushfire danger. Tanamba, Tanamba West, Newry, Mewburn Park, Belbert Corner, and other neighborhoods and residents of Riversley have also been advised to evacuate immediately. An alert issued by Vic Emergency urged them to take their pets, mobile phones, and medications, with the best evacuation route being Mafra Sale Road towards Sale. Residents along the McAllister River of Lake Glenmagee also received a major flood alert with advice to seek higher ground. More rain is expected today. Overseas pre-polling for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum has begun, with Australian voters living or travelling overseas submitting their ballots. The international community is starting to take a closer interest in the way the poll is unfolding, with one influential Pacific leader suggesting a yes vote would improve Australia's reputation in the eyes of its near neighbours. In a rare intervention, Pacific Islands Forum Secretary-General Henry Puna revealed it would be wonderful to see Australia vote yes, and it could even give it credibility in the international stage. And you can find comprehensive information about the referendum by visiting the SBS Voice Referendum portal at www.sbs.com.au forward slash voice referendum. New research suggests Australians are taking longer to sell their properties as more homes come to market. SQM research has found the total number of national house listings rose 9.3% in September and was driven by a 14.3% rise in new listings. Managing Director Lewis Christopher says the number of properties which have been on the market longer than 180 days has also grown. I note that we also recorded a, a pretty big rise in old listings, which does suggest that uh, some vendors uh, have got too lofty price expectations on their property and so they're not selling. Transport Minister Catherine King has labelled attempts to drag her before a Senate inquiry as a political stunt, maintaining her decision to reject Qatar Airways' bid for extra flights into Australia was in the national interest. The decision has been under intense public scrutiny amid claims Qantas lobbied the government to block Qatar's request. 
Committee Chair Bridget McKenzie last week accused Labour of gagging public servants who were unable to share what advice they gave the minister because she'd claimed public interest immunity. Catherine King has dismissed an invitation to face the inquiry, a decision which has been backed by Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. This is a stunt uh, and uh, ministers do not appear. Uh, No ministers in the former government uh, did. Uh, Everyone knows that who follows uh, the Senate. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill has accused opposition leader Peter Dutton of starving the immigration system of resources and allowing criminal syndicates to exploit weaknesses. It comes as new measures are announced to combat migration agents exploiting Australia's visa system, including human trafficking and organized crime. Mr. Dutton has responded to Minister O'Neill's criticism, defending the coalition government's effort on the issue. We, on a record basis, cancelled the visas of criminals who had committed sexual offences and other serious offences against Australians. So if you think I'm going to take a lecture uh, from Claire O'Neill and Anthony Albanese in relation to migration and how to keep our country safe, you've got another thing coming. And in sport... Two First Nations athletes will be inducted into Sport Australia's Hall of Fame. Dual Olympian Nova Paris has been recognized as the first Indigenous Australian to win an Olympic gold medal as a hockey roo in 1996. Rugby league legend Jonathan Thurston is also being recognized for his 17-year NRL career. Paris says it's a significant honor to be recognized. It's dignitary, it's, you know, by my fellow peers. Um, it doesn't get much better than this, and you, this is the top of the mountain. This is like a Mount Everest, and so I'm truly, yeah, um, grateful to be able to, to be bestowed this honour. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib.